You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To the cheese heads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. This was a top-to-bottom, full-team win, all three phases, everyone played up to their highest standard. I couldn't be prouder of this team. I mean, the trajectory and the arc and the development from where they started to where they have come is unbelievable. I mean, I think my biggest takeaway, I know we're going to dive into each side of the ball into special teams. We're going to talk about it in detail, but I think my biggest takeaway from this is like, Development can happen quick. Do not give up on a team, especially when they are young, um, this quick. And we talked a lot this season about how they dealt with a lot of injuries. We haven't seen this Packers team, you know, fully healthy yet. What are they going to look like when they have Aaron Jones? What are they going to look like when they finally have Christian Watson? What are they going to look like when they have all of their preferred starters out there? Well, I guess it looks like this. Um, They still were missing two, I think, preferred starters in David Bakhtiari, naturally, and A.J. Dillon. That's it. When they have their full arsenal out there, they hang 48 on one of the best defenses in the league and the two seed in the NFC. This team needs to be taken seriously now. Um, I understand why they were not because of the way the season started, because of what you just said, them being so young, because they are the seventh seed. I understand that they were the underdog. You and I even went into this game being like, we think they can be competitive. Can they walk out with a win? I'm not sure. Well, this team deserves to be taken seriously now. Um, We will go into this next matchup in a later episode, so we will not look too far ahead. We're going to just look at this beautiful win that was, but my big takeaway is like this team has arrived. Um, It is a long season. It was accelerated development for this young team and they look like contenders right now. Yeah. 
And I, I'm glad you talked about development and how it can happen quickly, because one of the things that we said all season, you know, especially in that that early stretch when they weren't putting up a ton of points, they had struggled to eclipse 20, you know, 18 points, 20 points, 13 points, 17 points, 10 points. It was just it wasn't looking good. And we kept saying, like, you know, there's a rotating arsenal right now. Jordan Love doesn't have his guys. Everybody's kind of learning the offense. The offensive line is still piecemeal. Like, we don't know who their preferred starters are. And then when things came together, the patience actually paid off. And it's a testament to Matt LaFleur and the coaching staff. It's a testament to the young guys and the way they study. I mean, I think LaFleur has shouted out just about every single young player in the locker room saying, oh, Tucker Craft, he's always in here studying. Oh, so-and-so, they're always, you know, in the playbook. And that's the kind of stuff that makes this young team so special is because they might be young, but they're they're doing it to a level that, we haven't seen even this season. I mean, 48 points on the road in a playoff game is ridiculous. Jordan Love having the best passer rating pretty much would have been perfect for a playoff debut. Just beyond impressive stuff. And um, let's talk about the wide receivers first, but I think, I think we'll kind of dive into this one in a, in a number of different ways, because there's just so much to say about every phase of this game. Yeah. I think hard work really pays off. Like you said, I mean, they have clearly put in the work and they have they believed in themselves. And, you know, we spent a large chunk of this season um, without a wide receiver who had an 100 yard game. Now we're going on a number of weeks where each different wide receiver has had a day where they have taken off. And I think that's the beauty of the makeup of this team. You and I have said this team doesn't need a one. And we were talking pre-show about how we think that that's actually why this team is so dangerous, right? Because they have a guy who can go off in various different games, depending on what the weakness of the opposing defense is. One week, it's going to be Jaden Reed because they need that speed. One week, it's going to be Dontavian Wicks. One week, it's going to be Romeo Dobbs. And that week was this week. Him and Jordan Love, we've heard since last offseason, have had this just like chemistry and connection because they've been practicing together for so long. We were wondering, you know, who of the second year guys was going to step up this season as the quote unquote vet. Um, Christian, unfortunately, has been battling an injury, but Romeo has been the picture of consistency. And sometimes I think consistency can be overlooked because it's not flashy and it doesn't jump off the page. And he's not like, you know, the stat guy and he doesn't always find the end zone. And like I said, he's just consistent. And I feel like that consistency really just, it just paid off in this game. He was always right where he needed to be. He found the holes in the Cowboys zones. And that's not to say that he wasn't helped out by his, by his teammates, right? Christian Watson being back was huge to take defenses away with his speed. Jaden Reed still being on the field is important. Even if he doesn't get a, doesn't get a catch, you know, we'll we'll talk about the run game, but like the run game being as potent as it was in this game, also really important for stretching this Cowboys defense, but Romeo just, he had six targets. He caught every single one of them, 151 yards, even got a tud. Just again, the, the picture of consistency is sometimes all you really need. 
Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned, you know, the Christian Watson thing because there were a couple times where he's pulling, you know, the safeties into the middle of the field and then Romeo Dobbs leaks out and picks up a huge gain. So just the impact that all of them have for their different roles on offense and um not to oversimplify, but you know, you look at the Cowboys and what they've done with like CeeDee Lamb is incredible, 1700 receiving yards, like just a top tier player, one of the probably top 5 receivers in the NFL. The Packers were able to mitigate him in this game and they needed someone else to kind of step up. And it was hard to to make that happen for the Packers offense because they don't have like a true one. You know, Cowboys, let's say, you know, they're like, hey, we're going to game plan for Christian Watson. That's when you get the Romeo Dobbs game, you know, and even if you're game planning for like the Jaden Reed end arounds and his speed, then all of a sudden now you have to account for Dontavian Wicks in the middle of the field. Like there's just always someone available and it's okay for this offense and the way that Matt LaFleur has designed the offense, you don't need a CD lamb necessarily. Would it be great? Sure. Could one of the receivers be that guy? Sure. Like we have, but you know, the, the offense gets to spread the ball around and everybody's making the most of their opportunities. Yeah. And I think because they spread the ball around and because you have to game plan for so many guys, you have to respect the decoys and I really, and I tweeted this out and it's so true. Like you said, I mean, Christian Watson and Jaden Reed were really just decoys in this game, One but because between they, the two of them, like, right. But because you've had games where they both have gone off, you still have to respect it. But then you have, like you said, Romeo Dobbs and Dontavian Wicks and the two tight ends, Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave, who we'll talk about too, who both had multiple catches for 52 yards and 15 yards respect respectively, right? They went heavy personnel in this game, I think, because they really wanted to test this Cowboys run defense, which is their weak point, right? We yeah. knew going to this game, if you can get the ground game going against the Cowboys, like Dan Quinn's going to give it to you. And even when they were up, the, the Packers were up multiple scores. You know, you know what they want to do is run the ball down their throats and the Cowboys are still giving Aaron Jones light boxes, which is like, Dan Quinn, what are you doing? Right. They, the Packers offense was, were able to do whatever they wanted against this Cowboys defense. I mean, literally carved them up. One of the things I wanted to bring up with you too is, I mean, Something that we've seen in past Matt LaFleur offenses, I know we're getting a little off script right now because we have a long agenda, so we'll go back to it, but is, you know, sometimes they take their their pedal, their foot off the gas a little bit, yeah. right? And I know that the final score looked closer than it really was. It was not. It was 48-16 at one point. This team, this offense was all gas, all game. I mean yeah. – especially in that like final, I think it wasn't even the final touchdown, but the, the tight end leak touchdown to Luke Musgrave. I mean, Matt LaFleur is just laughing at this point at Dan Quinn. And then that final touchdown to Romeo Dobbs. It's like, we are going all gas now, absolutely not letting up. Like we are going to ram this down your throats until the clock strikes zero. And I know, you know, at the end of the game, like I said, they, they kind of let the Cowboys hang around a little bit, but that's something we haven't seen from, I think, a Matt LaFleur-led offense in the last couple of years, and I loved seeing that. 